I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wyler from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Breaknell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kidinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiberstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK and you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. Welcome on to this edition of Run with Coach Perry. I am Brad Brown. It's good to be with you once again. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to this podcast. We really do appreciate you. We love having you part of our community, and we hope you're going to get lots out of today's coaching call as well. We are joined by Fahima Limbada, who is training for Comrades once again this year. Uh, she's got some very cool goals, and she also shared uh, an amazing uh, success story in our forums as well, which I we mentioned in our chat, but I'll read for you uh, at the end of today's podcast too. So stick around for that. Uh, she is on uh, a pretty cool journey and speaking of cool journeys James Hobbo Hobson is on his Ironman 70.3 journey he's going great guns I have to tell you if you've listened to this podcast for a while you'll know that we've been working with Hobbo now I'm guessing it's about six months I think uh, and he was literally uh, if you looked up the the term couch potato in the dictionary you would see James Hobbo Hobson but he is turning into a triathlon machine he has lost 25 kilograms which in itself is just uh, amazing but he is going so well and uh, it's not too long to go now it's the beginning of June uh, and he's well on track to finish his first half Ironman which is uh, yeah just amazing and uh, Lindsay caught up with Hobbo a little bit earlier on this week as well, and I'm going to share some of that chat uh, later on in today's podcast. And speaking of that Biogen journey, we're giving you the chance to win. Up for grabs, three months access to the Coach Parry Online Training Club, as well as a Biogen uh, hamper. All you need to do if you'd like to win is let us know what you're training for and what you need help with. Tell us about your Biogen journey, okay? Use the hashtag Biogen journey on social media. We can pick it up and uh, we could be making you a winner. And we announce those winners every single week here on this podcast. So uh, the next winner coming up later on in the show. Uh, so you've got a few minutes if you'd like to uh, get tweeting or, or popping on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, then hashtag once again is hashtag Biogen journey. Enough of me yakking on. Let's get straight into our chats with uh, Fahima. Uh, and Lindsay joins us as well. We head to Fairlands in Johannesburg now to catch up with our next guest, uh, Fahima Limbada. Fahima, welcome on to Run with Coach Perry. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Lindsay. We've got the coach with us as well. Lindsay, how's it? Welcome back to you as well. Yeah, always enjoy doing these. Fahima, you've been around what what we do here at Coach Barry for a while. Lindsay and I, obviously, we've had lots of interactions with you. You're very active in our in our forums. But for people who don't know you, let's let's dig into a little bit of your running running background and history. Where did it all start? How long have you been running for, and and, and what got you into running? Um, okay, so I've been running. I think when I line up for comrades this year, it'll be three years exactly of running. Uh, so I started in June of 2016. And my brother actually did comrades, and I think I was intrigued by why he was so crazy. <laughs> I went and did a park run in my old hometown in Indonesia, and I ended up being the first woman that finished the park run. Um, but I had a very strong jump background. I used to spin like four times a week, a purely jumping background. So I think uh, I think my result at the park run like sparked something, and I just kept on going back for the, the five-kilometer park run every Saturday. Did my first 10K at Soweto in 2016. 
16 um, November. And yeah, from there, just progress distance-wise. I love that, and and so often we 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 see people who start running just to run comrades, but but you obviously have a, a bit of a, a comrades history in the family. But the the park run progression, I think, is is fantastic. What do you love about the sport? I mean, obviously, moving from spinning and and being a, a full time like full on into into gymming, running's now probably taken over a lot of that. What do you what do you love about the sport? Um, I think for me, it's very personal. It's, it's like a happy place. I think it's a de-stress. Um, I think we all have busy lives. But on top of that, I think it's the personal interactions. I've met a lot of, I think my circle of people has become such quality things as a result of running. And I think just going to races, meeting people. Um, I think even the ultimate of running, my first conference last year, I think the human experiences that I, I think everybody has a story to tell. I've made friends purely from running that race. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a very good human sport. Yeah, it's funny. We chat to a lot of people on this podcast who come from overseas to run comrades, and and I don't think they quite understand the South African psyche about comrades. For you, what what makes comrades so special? I think what makes it special is that I think we we living in a country where everybody has got conflict issues, divisions, but like I think everybody that lines up, whether you in A seating or H seating, everybody's there same purpose and I think whether you're an elite or just an ordinary back runner everybody feels the same pain no matter what time they finish everybody everybody feels the same the next day everybody crawls and lumps the next day so I think that's what makes comrades unique is that um, a businessman is no different from the ordinary guy that actually scraped his last thing to get to Peter Marisburg or Durban it's just like everybody in unity so I, th- I think that's what stands out for me for comrades yeah, it's a, it definitely is a, a great level, and, and I think it's a great advert for what South Africa could be. I mean, we, we, we have to be honest, and there are major issues, various issues in South Africa, and, and on that day, I, it's just amazing. For me, it gives me hope of what South Africa can be if everybody worked together and, and, and had, had the same agenda. It's, it's just it's amazing. Exactly. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. Exactly. Fahima, I'm going to hand you over to, to Lindsay. Lindsay, you've got the Fahima's uh, sort of questionnaire that we normally send out when we do these one-on-one coaching calls. Just your, your overall sort of thoughts, and then and then we'll get into – I know Fahima's got a whole bunch of questions uh, for you and, and, and how to improve her training and what to do in the, in the last few weeks in the build-up to Comrades. But your initial thoughts on that, on that questionnaire? Yeah, so look, it is not the, the first – um, comrade, so there is advantage in that, and I, I, I get from her questions, which we'll get into shortly, that there is a bit of nerves around um, finishing comrades again and feeling a little bit behind compared to last year. But yeah, I think for me the most important thing here is to put Bahima at ease and say, look, you're you're all right where you are now, and. Um, I should have gone back into the forum and had a look, Fahima, but I'm I'm fairly sure that it was you that smashed out that uh, your first ever four minutes something kilometers in yes, the JP Morgan. So I think you can take a lot of um, positive out of that. I mean, you you might feel a little bit underprepared, um, but you know, again for the people who can't see what I'm reading, you self-report that you really do feel like you are tough and that you can um, 
hang in there when it gets longer. So, you know, the fact that you've now also starting to get this this bit of speed, because I can tell you that JP Morgan 5K that you ran <laughs> certainly certainly makes your 42K PV look like you were not running at all. Um, and just so everyone can, can out there can hear that that was a 447. So, you know, normally we'd go, no, but you're crazy going for a, a sub 11 finish based on a 447 marathon, but all the other, all the other metrics your five and your 10 and, and 21 all point to, to a sub 11 being possible. Added to that, you only missed that sub 11 by 12 minutes last year. And you're also talking there about having gone out way too fast. And, and again, I think we'll cover some of that in your. Um, in your question. So, yeah, I think that the, the, the most important part about these calls is actually um, allowing you to ask the questions um, and get answers for those because those are clearly the, the most pressing things. But, yeah, I, I do think that you are fairly well on track for, for your bronze. So your, your first question, let's dive into that. Okay, you've okay. put in here that you've done just short of 500 kilometers for the year. Okay. Correct, um, and then I'm still planning on doing two oceans after this, and then the last 40 kilometer on the 13th of May. Yeah, so you 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 got close to a thousand k's last time, and you feel like you're not going to get there, but you're actually going to get pretty close because as okay. we as we sit now, you you're going to average you know, if we include the taper, you're going to average probably close to 50 k's um, a week okay. from here, and you've okay. got um, just counting them quickly. And you've got 10 weeks until Comrade. So you're going to get very close to a thousand Ks by the time the, the race starts. Now, look, I don't normally like to chase specific kilometers. Um, and I kind of like to see how we go and where we progress to. And you know, as I've just said there, you know, take confidence from the fact that the program that you're following now has gotten you to a point where you probably never thought you would get to, um, you know, running five minutes or under under five minutes a k for a, for a couple of kilometers in in your in your race. So um, yes, I think you, you. I don't think you should be worried. I think if you stick to the the plan, um, you'll be you'll be okay. Um, you'll be better than okay. I, th I think you'll be be much better off than last year. You'll have much more experience, and hopefully, okay. the one thing you will have learned um, is not to go out too fast, which takes us into your second question. So you 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 tell us here that you you're running um, comrades um, for chalk, so that it makes the race personal for you, um, particularly with your dad bat battling with cancer. Um, but that then means on the other side that you start in CC batch, um, and you were quite lost. You're quite overwhelmed by the pace that everybody starts off there. Um, and that is, uh, it's a real problem because it's so easy to get sucked into. Quarter. Yeah. So look, the only real way to curb that is to check on what you are doing. Um, and I think for that purpose, the first one, two, three kilometers are the most important. You know, we've all got, uh, watches or even if they aren't garments, everybody has a watch, but, but you have a, a watch that tells you how fast you're running so you don't want to be checking that every single 
kilometer or step, otherwise the race will feel like it's taking an eternity. But in the first two to three kilometers, I think it's important that you do check your watch regularly because what will happen is you'll look, you'll see you're going too fast, you'll slow down. But because people are just coming past, coming past, coming past, you, you just get sucked back into that pace. So you really just have to, for the first two to three kilometers, just keep pulling yourself back, pulling yourself back. From about three Ks, you should start getting around the people that are more likely to be who you are going okay. to be running with. So that's really the, the trick. Um, come in and speak to us at the, the Comrades Expo because okay. we will be there. You can even come and speak to us. We're at the Two Oceans Expo too. And then okay. you know, we can talk about exactly what is that pace. Um, at the Comrades Expo, we'll obviously have pacing bands um and then i you know i can talk you through how to use how to use that um but yes you, you absolutely did start too fast um last time out and and in reality that probably well, not probably it almost definitely did cost you being able to run under yeah. 11 hours okay so my question is i'm still a novice to the upturn so logistically yes. I'm not sure how Durban differs to the Marisburg. I just remember it being extremely dark and trying to actually not fall and also to be caught up in the face of the runners in Seabash. Do you think it's a better idea to actually stick to one side of the road, either left or right in the starting tent in the Seabash? Yeah, it's definitely better to choose a side. Uh, it's hard for me to tell you specifically which side is better. What I, what I will tell you is that the um, uprun the lighting in the streets is much better on the uprun until you hit the highway. Then it gets pretty dark again on the highway. And from there, you, you your main thing is to just avoid cat's eyes um, once you are on the highway. So um, it's, it's not nearly as cold, but obviously it's just as dark because it's a very similar time of year. But yes, the lighting in the streets is a, is a lot better. Going down, you're running down some really main streets. It's a lot wider than Maritzburg, so it's a lot less congested. So people should also have a bit more space to, to kind of run around you. But if you are hugging one side of the road, it does make it much easier for the runners behind you and less intimidating for you with, you know, not having people swarming all around you. Okay. Okay. Great. Thank you. Then you say you know that you are strong when it comes to endurance. Your body handles pain well and so does your mind. Um, but you feel like you are not reaching your full potential um, physically or, or in the races that you're doing. And so after June, you would like to stall on the long distance and focus on getting faster at the short distances up to 21Ks. Um, and that's largely also because your running history is really only two and a half years of running. And in that two and a half years, you've packed in two ultras, one of which is comrades. So by the time you've run this next comrades, you're going to have packed in four ultras. Um, and you've done five marathons. And is this something I can help you with? And is it a good idea? And it's a fantastic idea. And really for me, um, you know, Brad said earlier on that, that foreign athletes don't understand our obsession with comrades. And even in your, in your case, your brother running comrades didn't inspire you to start running and inspired you to run comrades. And that's yeah. not, that's not unusual in South Africa, uh, but it is a little bit crazy. So I would absolutely support that 
Um, and, you know, I, I often work with triathletes that are trying to make it on the international circuit. And when it's not quite working out over the shorter distance of the, 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 um, sprint and Olympic distance racing, they want to move longer, quite young. And I always tell them that, you know, the mistakes we make on the shorter distances tend to be exacerbated the, the longer we go. And it, by the same token in running, the better your, your short distance times are, the better your long distance will be. Um, and in your case, you've so far really outperformed your shorter distances, which means that perhaps you are a better long distance runner than you are a short distance runner, but it's only in exploring how fast you really can get yourself. You know, if you can run an entire 5K at, at under five minutes a K, just think of the positive implications that will have if and when you decide to go back to marathon or or ultra distance racing. So, yeah, I feel like that's a, a, a really positive way to go about it. Um, get this, get your back to back under your belt. Make sure that you really, um, recover properly. Cause that's, that's a thing that a lot of people don't do is that they might rest for 10 days to two weeks, maybe even three weeks. But even after three weeks of a race as punishing as comrades, people come out of that and they start training. They start training a little bit too quickly and they're quite tired. So they start trying to do some speed work. But then when they do the speed work, they're so slow and they go, oh, but comrades has made me so slow. And then they all but give up on the project. So after comrades, you are going to take your two to three weeks of complete rest. And then you're going to take another two to three weeks of just very easy running, like some shorter jogs, uh, not too much long running on the, on the weekends and everything really easy. And that'll take you up to about six weeks. And when you are recovered, six weeks, you will be well recovered. And that's the point at which we go, okay, let's pick some 10K, 15K, 21K races. Let's plug them into a program. And then let's specifically start working on, on those things and carry that project into next year. You know, like I would say, you know, if you can do that for a, for the next 18 months, and then think about coming back to the marathon. You, it's going to make very positive results on your, your marathon and, and ultra. And it'll see you getting much closer to that physical potential that you feel that you've got. Now, if I can just jump in there too, Lindsay, one thing you've got to be careful of by doing that after comrades is because there's such a, a big culture in South Africa around marathons and around comrades. And because you've then done two comrades, it's easy to get sucked back into that. So if it is something you want to do, you've got to stay disciplined. The truth of the matter is comrades is going to be there in five years' time or ten years' time. So is Two Oceans. So are all the marathons. Uh, but it, it, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do it. But like Lindsay said, that is a great goal to to try and get faster. And if you get faster on the shorter stuff, it's going to translate to faster, longer stuff later on when you decide to go back. Yeah, definitely. And I think maybe just to explain the reason why I got to this decision is that with me being a novice last year and I was in a, in a running club, my previous running club, where we had really comrade rich history. Like a, there's a guy there that actually did his 50th last year. So huh, wow. I was surrounded by a lot of gurus in the club. And um, what I noticed is that when I was doing my marathons, I had never hit the sub-40 marathon, but my actual results in my 
breakfast comrade was a bit better than a lot of those guys that were doing like four hour to four city marathons. And that's what, what made me wonder, what made me different, that I had a more comfortable run, but I was not hitting that times on the marathon. So I can sense that there is a potential there. Or like Lindsay said, maybe I'm just better at endurance on the shorter distance. I'm not sure. Yeah, but 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 even if you're better on the endurance, which is highly likely, and not, and it's really not uncommon for for female athletes, you will still you will get much closer to reaching your your absolute best if you at least explore your limitations on the shorter races. Okay, okay. I think back to break point. I'm quite happy to actually take a break without being judged or anything. Because I think also uh, in terms of sacrifices with comrades, um, I'm a parent to a child that's going to start high school next year. So I think the timing of the break is ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Comrade is a big sacrifice from family. So I think I just need a break away from that. So <laughs> is why I'm meant to focus on the shorter distance. Yeah. So yeah, I don't like taking that break. Absolutely, and and you've ticked those boxes now, and and we always laugh about it. I mean, I I've interviewed Ilana Mayer uh, a couple of years ago, and we were talking about it. I mean, she's an Olympic silver medalist in ten thousand meters, and we were talking about the the culture of of ultra running in South Africa, and she said she 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 still feels like she's not a in quotes real runner because she hasn't run a comrades and and i thought to myself that's crazy i mean here's someone who's got an olympic silver medal for for ten thousand meter and because of where she lives she's not considered a real runner because she hasn't run comrades i mean that's just crazy but you've ticked that box now so you're a real runner for him and that's all good thank you, <laughs> you you've got a very Sorry, I'm, about to do it for a second. I'm about to be a real runner for a second time. Yeah, and, and comrades, the people at comrades will tell you that once you've done two, you're halfway to ten. That's how they suck you in. So you you are teetering on the edge. You don't want to go back to three because then you're no man's land. But you've got a very interesting additional question that's not necessarily running related, but it's more about working in the industry. Give me a little bit of background. Obviously, you, I think you work in IT and you are thinking about making some changes. Yeah, so in my previous club, I was actually um, secretary of the running club, and um, I kind of see that role as kind of running the club. So I actually did a very good job of that, and I, I do I do realize that people are tending to come to me for advice, what to do, what to eat, what to train on, and yet I'm signed up to Lindsay Perry as well because I look at him as my coach. So I definitely see that this is something that I love doing. Um, like I don't mind. I don't mind speaking to someone late at night telling me we should be doing this, we should be that. But I also learn a lot from the forum. And yeah, I'm thinking, I think just in the, the economy we find ourselves in, we all need to rely on a second income. And I'm kind of leaning towards studying something sports management related so that I could complement it with my normal day job. So I've, I've actually researched this. I've seen a lot of sports management specific courses online. So I'm just not sure what is, what is reputable, what is accredited, what is the way to go in this or if you do an ordinary diploma, that 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 that's the fight to actually work with runners. Um, that's that's what my question. Yeah. So, look, my my advice on there. Look, there there are there are a couple of of ones that have got quite good reputations in the marketplace, um, and probably the most well known of those. Um, you know, it's typical that as I wanted to say it, I, f- I forgot what it's is ETA. So. Thank goodness, remember that again, ETA. And then there's another uh, crowd that are, are based more locally in Gauteng. Um, I think uh, they, they do massage courses and, and um, like high-intensity training courses. I'm just trying to remember that. But there's, there's two or three 
in the market that are are ace ace is another one um ace accredited personal trainers and they also do like sports management little diplomas the university of pretoria has got um some has a, a pretty good sports management specific diploma in it which does you know they and, and as part of that they do include um they, they have a nutritionist that comes and speaks to them. I used to go in there and give them a lecture on, on coaching and, and sports science, um, and setting up like a, almost like a little high performance environment, if, if you like. So there are quite a few of those and, and most of them, I think, are fairly, um, got a fairly good reputation. Damlin's got some sports management courses, but those then will, that'll then focus heavily on the management side rather than the, the, you know, getting involved in the coaching and the, and the nutrition side. For me, the most important thing with all of these things is that the, I sometimes feel like the qualification is what gives you a little bit more confidence. Okay. And yes, there are people in the industry that, that want to see the qualification. But for me, the qualification will never trump the experience that you can gain. Um, so the, the best thing to do is to really start getting involved. And, and as you did with the, the running club, when you were on the committee for that year and, and you were the secretary, that's the kind of thing that gets you experience that you can't there's, there's no degree that can or diploma that can give you that experience. Being in our being in our forums and reading all the answers and taking note of the things and seeing the different types of questions and the different level of runners and the different and how those those questions are answered. Every time you read those things, you are gaining experience. Um, you know, I still read books all the time about. Uh, people that have done innovative things in sports science or coaching. I, I go back to the past. I love reading about people like Emil um, Zatipek who, who ran in the, in the early nineties. So you've just got to keep on gathering more and more experience. And the more experience that you gain from reading those type of things in the morning, that time you spend actually physically interacting with real runners and, and problem solving, the more confidence you'll get, the more pe other people will notice what you're doing and the more likely you are to be able to start using it in a, in a capacity to, you know, change careers or, or, or have it as a, as a secondary income. Um, and I think most of those <laughs> diplomas that you're talking about online will give you, they will give you the, the confidence as well as a bit of, a bit of knowledge. Hopefully what they'll do is give you just enough knowledge to stimulate you going out and finding out what is, what are the latest trends and, and really what you've got to teach yourself is to look at the latest trends and, and try and sort out for yourself what is like nonsense or a fad or fashionable versus the principles that work that provide change and help us to, to problem solve on a consistent basis. Okay, great. Thank you so much.
cool. Fahima, we, we've unfortunately run out of time, but I think that was an amazing chat. Quite diverse. And yeah, best of luck in, in the build-up to, to Oceans. Not long to go now. And we'll definitely pop by our stand at the Expo, come get some some final advice from, from the coach. And uh, yeah, we look forward to to following your build-up into, into Comrades. You've been a member of our community for a while in the, the, the training club. Just your, your experience and, and, and what you love about it? Um, yeah, and I think just to echo what Lindsay said, I think every day is a learning journey. Um, sometimes I don't always have uh, uh, stuff to post, but I still enjoy coming to the forum just to read what other runners are going through. And I think sometimes you think you're going through something alone, and nine out of ten times you actually see that there's a lot of runners going through the same thing as you. So I think it's reassuring having that community. But, um, uh, as you know, running comrades can be quite nerve-wracking sometimes. I think I'm actually more scared than I was last year as a novice. I was more excited. Now that I know what I'm in for, I'm, I'm much more terrified. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually my saving grace. So thanks, guys, for the forum. It really helps. Uh, thanks for thanks being thanks pleasure. for being part of it. Yeah, we love having you around. You ask such great questions in, in the forum. And uh, yeah, we, we look forward to following your progress. Thanks for your time today. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Landry. Have a good day. Pleasure. Cheers. Bye. Thank you very much to Fahima for joining us and thanks to the coach as well. Before we get going, I just wanted to share that uh, success story with you that Fahima posted in our success forums on the Coach Parry forum. Uh, she says, as per this week's bronze program, I needed to do a five kilometer time trial with a warm up and cool down before and after. So I did the JP Morgan Corporate Challenge 5.6 kilometer race in the Wanderers, so at the Wanderers yesterday, uh, and did my warm up before. I want to advise you that in the two years of running, I have never run a kilometer split in the four minute bracket, so under five minutes per kilometer. My fastest splits per kilometer hover at around 505 to 540 per kilometer depending on the day of the time trial and how I feel. Yesterday, however, I ran the first kilometer split at 4.36 with a heart rate of 133 uh, and then steadied between 146 and 165. The last split was a 4.53. I've never run this fast in my life before. What does it mean? Especially the first kilometer heart rate. Uh, and I know I'm not meant to be racing, preparing for comrades, but I ran the 5.6 as per your instructions. The average pace was 5.33. Fahima, that is amazing. Well done. Uh, and as you heard in the chats, you are right on track. But I think that is phenomenal, and it's testament uh, to building a huge aerobic base, running your, your long runs really slow, uh, and then when there is a time trial or uh, a faster session on your training schedule in the Coach Parry training app, uh, you smash that as hard as you can, and you get the results. It's uh, it's almost counterintuitive. We get this question so often in the forums, but it just works. It's amazing. So well done. You're right on track, and thank you for sharing uh, some of your energy and, and, and story with us uh, on today's podcast. Before we announce the winner in our Biogen Journey competition. Let's hear from the coach and Hollow. And then next week we'll hit it quite hard until Thursday too, and then we'll freshen you up a bit for the race on the weekend. And I'm pretty sure that race will go better than the last one, and that's really our aim going forward is to just do every race better than we did the last one. Yeah. So that we can arrive in Durban with some nice confidence for the for the race. Yeah, and in the running, Linz, I don't know. It, do you, so I've gone up to three minutes now. So I'm running three, resting two. But I don't know what your your theory is on it. I don't know if I could 
maybe run a minute, rest 20 seconds, run a minute, or is that breaking a rhythm? Would you no, rather no, the... No, you can, no. So, so, so essentially from here, you can break up those run walks the best way to allow you to run the most. Um, yeah. So, I mean, really what I have been trying to do is to get it to the point where you can run for 10 minutes at a time with a, within like a minute walk break or, or so. But, you know, if, if you go and just do a little bit of maths there and one minute running in 20 seconds means that you can then run a lot more over the 10 Ks, then that's, then, then that is the way you must do it. So if that, if a very short break is actually all you need just to get your legs, not feeling so shattered um, and you can maintain that for a long period of time, then that's it. So give it a try and give a few different sort of strategies of, of run and walk and a little bit shorter. This, yeah. but, but really the, the goal is for us to, by the time we get to, um, to, to Durban for the 70.3 is to be at a point where you can are running the most that you can run because that's the thing that's going to give you the best chance of getting in on time. You know? If you have to yeah. walk whole kilometers, that's, that's when we're going to start struggling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I just, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, like yesterday I felt fine probably the first three intervals, you know, running three minutes and then walking two. But then even I feel like that break is too long now. Okay. You know, I don't feel like I need that long to recover. So, so. well, <laughs> uh, I can tell you what you can do then is, is to try a three minute, one minute. Yeah. Okay. So that, that's yeah. actually well, great. So do a three minute, one minute, um, and you can try that tomorrow and then you can send me a WhatsApp and, and we can, just modified. So each for over the, the next like two weeks, message me after every run and let's figure out, let's find that zone because, you know, first prize is that we will get to a, a point where on race day, we can run a whole kilometer before we need to walk, you know, and do and, yeah. and the longer the running and the shorter the walking, the, the better you're going to go on race day. Yeah. Hundreds. Cool. Alrighty. Okay. Cheers. How cool is that? As I said, 25 kilograms down. It's amazing. Well, let's uh, announce our winner in the hashtag Biden Journey competition. Uh, if you would like to win, up for grabs is uh, three months access to the Coach Perry Online Training Club as well as that Biogen uh, hamper. And today's winner is a tweet that we got, and it is from Dreamar. The uh, Twitter handle is Ramabulani underscore re says i struggle with cramps in the last third of the marathon uh, and that has cost me a sub four hour uh, in cosmos i started well and i was well within uh, the 345 at 39 kilometers and i finished in a 402 please help me overcome this will dream R, you are a winner congratulations we'll be in touch via twitter and get you on the platform uh, and we'll help you in uh, over the next three months and hopefully we can sort out uh, that cramping issue thank you so much for sharing that on social media don't forget, you can too. Just use that hashtag, BiogenJourney. That's enough of uh, me for this week. Make sure you check out uh, the Coach Barry Online Training Club. All you need to do is head over to coachbarry.com forward slash join. We're offering a free seven-day trial. If you'd like to get in there, kick the tires, see what we've got to offer, but I'm convinced you will love it. So go check it out. That's coachbarry.com forward slash join.